0: Welcome into Baltimore Sports today for Friday, February 23rd, 2018. This is episode 422, and I'm Zach Wilt, joined as always by my good pal, Javi Burns. How are you, Jab? Happy Friday. God.
1: Happy Friday, Zach. I'm so excited uh, just to be back talking some, some baseball. Uh, I know the Orioles had a, what did, what did they have, an inner squad game yesterday, squad Zach? yesterday, yep. Who won, black or orange, Zach? <laughs> Who'd you have? Did you lay uh, any numbers on that?
0: Tim Beckham was the big winner, I think. Uh, okay, I don't, good. I'm not sure. I don't know who was.
1: Won. Was he the big winner in the field, though? That's the question That's for me this thing. year. I'm a little That's bit worried really well. about that. Well. But we won't is, get into that. I'm not yeah. going to get into metrics and, you know, all the other things that Zach knows much more than I do. I just want to talk baseball with your boys and um, – yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I, I mean, I, I'm not excited in regards to the way the team is constructed, Zach, but I am excited that we're at least talking about baseball. And as funny as it is, all these quote-unquote flurry of Oriole-type signings that we've had, Zach, is any of these really, really that surprising?
0: Uh, No, no. None of them are, <laughs> are that surprising at all. Um, but when you've had an offseason that – is as slow as as this one was. I think anything happening kind of does, you know, excite you. Even even if it is uh, Chris Tillman returning, or uh, you know what, Colby Rasmus signing, <laughs> or, <laughs> or uh, Andrew Cashman signing. Yeah, uh, Cashman. That's, that's you know the Orioles needed a, a pitcher, and uh, well, three pitchers <laughs> still need one pitcher. So they brought one guy in who wasn't on the team before. Uh, so those have been the three moves since we we last talked. So what do you what do you think? Why don't we start with Cashner? Where where do you stand on the Cashner signing? What did you think of that move?
1: All of these scream Oriole signings for this reason, in my what opinion, is. at least. We liked a guy three years ago, didn't get him. We wait three years, then we grab him, then. You know, you get, I don't know, I think diminished results in general, right? Orioles love to get guys after they—I'll I mean, even go back for the in the DeLorean, if you want to go with me, Zach, to when Vlad Guerrero was oh, inside yeah. of the warehouse with one Derek Lee. And kids out there Derek that are listening to this, look him up because at that time when, the, when he was there, because I was inside of the, was big deal. the building, 2002, 2003, somewhere around that. And that's when it was basically the big, big time— and. He was in the building, and he was actually tour. That's what. Ball- Here's another thing, Zach. This is when players would go and actually go look at the ballpark, and actually like stand around and, and introduce themselves, and kind of get acclimated with the with the neighborhood, right? I don't think guys do that nowadays. I don't think the free agent – I don't think there's these tours like they had back then. But Vlad was in the building. Derek Lee was in the building. And then we waited. They went away. And guess what? Both of those players showed up in an Oreo uniform years later after Vlad had, I don't know, one or two MVP years for the Angels. Derek Lee probably won a World Series with the Marlins. Um, And and it didn't happen. And I'm not saying either one of these guys that, that we're talking about now and Kashner and – Colby Rasmus especially, are guys that are going to you know lead the team or, or wherever we're in that kind of vein in Vlad Guerrero or Derek Lee. I'm just saying, Zach, it's the same thing that we've seen over and over with this organization when it comes to guys bringing guys back. And nobody loves this team more than you and I, and, and I'll fight anybody to tell me that, that it's any different. But I just am honestly getting tired, and I'm ready to tear that Band-Aid off. Whatever the Band-Aid is, Zach, I'm seriously ready. All the – Duquette stuff aside, all the buck. I don't care. Listen, I'm not biased on either side. I want the baseball team to do well for the city, but also for the fans out there that just really, really want – just give us a direction. And that's the last time we got together, Zach, on this program. We said, give us a direction. I don't care. If we're going to tear it down and go Marlins on everybody, let's do it. But (laughs) give us a direction because right now, Zach – are we middle? Are we going to sign? Are we not? I mean, who's the general manager? Is Brady making all these deals? I have plenty <laughs> yes. of information yes, on is. that as well. And those are things that you and I have been talking about for how long?
0: Yeah, I feel that way too. So, uh, you know, full disclosure for it's been, it's been a while. So if you, if you forget, I live down in Florida now, Hey. Uh, jabs in Baltimore, but I was home in Maryland over, uh, last weekend and, uh because I was home. Did a li-
1: you did a live appearance, didn't you, at Dempsey's? I
0: did, yeah. That was, you know, my dad's recommendation. Let's go down to the yard. No baseball I... being played there, obviously, but we'll grab some lunch at Dempsey's, took oh. a stroll down Utah Street you know, it's where it's
1: packed, right? Bunch of people out there buying season tickets. <laughs>
0: it was not packed. Oh, it was right. a really it was a nice day. I know you've had some warm weather here recently. Um it was a nice day for, you know, uh, Mid-February, I uh, had a good meal at Dempsey's. Uh, you know, it's just so many amazing memories at that place, right? And I, it's one of my favorite places on earth. I just love Camden Yards. I love the Orioles. I love baseball. And that's what I want so bad, too, man. I, I want so badly for a, a parade there, you know? I, I want so badly to see them uh, compete and, and, and be a, a true playoff contender to win a world series that's what I want and and where are they right now I mean I, I have a, a ton of questions I'm I'm excited because it's the end of February and because uh, uh, inter-squad games are being played in Sarasota so and spring training's underway and I know baseball is coming and and there, are no matter what the direction of of my team is of course there's some uh, you know, glimmer of hope because it's a fresh new season uh you know when i when I think realistically about it, i don't feel very optimistic about the the Orioles chances in twenty eighteen their direction past this year um you know that really worries me overall um so yeah i'm I'm totally with you that that place is special. I want to see really good baseball return there i I want to get behind. Whatever the plan is, because I don't think they have a direction. Don't think they have a plan right now. Still, even yeah. after the signings, you know, we we talked however long ago it was, and they didn't have any pieces. Um, they they have a few more pieces in place, but I, I'm just not optimistic yeah. about the future.
1: Right, and and you shouldn't be honestly. The way that it's it's on paper, right? So you could look at John Scope being your franchise player all of a sudden he doesn't show up to Fan Fest. I don't think it's as big of a deal as others might might think. I still think it's one of those things where it was a young player getting some maybe some bad advice. I actually think and listen, I'm sorry Orioles people. I've I've done I've set up Fan Fest. I understand. It's it's a bit overrated to me. I mean, first of all, it's it's really about the fans, which is cool, but fans forget – they do it so early that fans f- totally forget what happened. I guarantee you as fans on, you know, you know, March 28th when, when the Orioles open yeah. up or 29th, whatever it is, no one will remember that John wasn't um, there. No one will remember wasn't, Manny wasn't there. Yeah. And so those kind of things are in the moment because we don't have a lot going on at that time. Um so that that that's that one thing. The the other thing that I that I find interesting that you, you brought up, if you think that I cry at like movies like Paddington and watch that terrible... <laughs> Did you see Paddington 2? Oh, you don't think I saw Paddington 2, Zach Wilt? <laughs> listen, you can go see your Black Panther, brother. I'm seeing Paddington 2, brother. And you know how I get down with my, my films. Oh, man. Additionally, if you don't think that I, you know, I cried that, if you're a parent out there, and I don't know how many of our listeners might be parents, and there's probably some, we got, we got a pretty high, nicely good range of, of ages that listen to this program. If if you think I cry during This Is Us, that program on NBC that just comes out there and gut wretches me every week after week, if the Orioles had a parade down, oh Rat my gosh, Street, be a mess! Holy, you think that dumb tanks and camo party that the Ravens put on back in whatever <laughs> the year that was, holy crap, it would go through Dundalk. That th- this Orioles parade would ride so deep, um, because I think the, the the baseball fans here would really really embrace that, and I think there's so many. Oriole fans out there that would really just that even don't watch baseball but like the orioles because it's summer it's, it's more of a i always say it, it's, it's it's hack as it sounds it's a pastime right, right. It's, it's your summer pastime i mean i can't i don't care how many games out we are zach i can't wait to turn on the television that's 705 and listen to a drunk gary thorn get me <laughs> fired up for a game in late august i don't know i just it's just great i mean i don't care we're playing the twins i don't care it's a you know friday i don't know i don't know so that part is exciting back to what you were saying in regards to the actual what the product that we're looking at in 2018 all right we don't have a fist starter i love right. in-house candidate that that is one of my favorite phrases yeah who, in a baseball who, who is it, that who guy is, who's is in-house candidate i mean is it is castro the in-house candidate who hasn't thrown more than four innings in a game is it the in-house candidate joe table's son jose mesa i don't know i don't know these things that you speak of and those are kind of the one things that are a little bit alarming to me. And I'm one of those guys in April that doesn't need a fourth starter. I get it. But an in-house candidate still to me with all the guys that are still out there seems a little dicey, especially in a division with I looked at the Red Sox lineup and I've looked at the Yankees yeah. lineup. and. I'm like, hmm, in-house, might might struggle a little bit against those lineups.
0: Yeah, and, and here's the thing about the fifth starter. I know what you're saying in that, um, you know, what, what's, what's the big deal you can get through April with four starters? Yeah. Okay, fair. But the thing about the fifth starter is you really need six starters, okay? You, you really need, uh, you're going to have somebody get hurt. You're going to have guys go down. You can't. Start a baseball season with four starters and say, "Oh, well, we won't need a fifth for you know till the second month of the season because you you need you know six to get started and and right. we're even starting to see teams go with a a six-man rotation uh, from from now on. You know the Orioles. The Orioles are are too shy, really, of me being comfortable. Um, if we're totally being honest, and you know, as for who that guy is, that that in-house candidate, I have no idea. I'm I'm reading the same stuff that you're reading. That um, you know, I'm I'm watching the same clips, listening to the same interviews that you're listening to. There is no in-house candidate as far as I'm concerned. They they are still at least a, a signing away from having this rotation uh, filled out.
1: Yeah, I, I just don't know who... I'll just say this. I'm excited to see. By the way, how big of an underdog will in house candidate be against said team when he comes on there? Will he go under in house candidate? Will that still be the name when we, you know, when they put that thing on, when we start doing series and start talking about series and we say, all right, I think it's uh, one side, CeCe Sabathia, fifth starter for the Yankees, again, in house candidate for the Orioles. It's going to be interesting if that happens. I would say Castro probably has the lead because everybody's so steamed up to get this guy out of a place where he's been really good and and putting him into a spot where he hasn't done before. That's kind of another Oriole thing that we like to do. Um, I have a question for you in regards to the front office. And you know I love this, this interesting d- dichotomy that goes back and forth with them. Who's running the Orioles right now, Zach?
0: It sure sounds like Brady Anderson is running the Orioles right now, doesn't it? I mean, it, you know, it's kind of sad. If you for, read
1: through the tea leaves, So yes, You don't even have to read the tea leaves anymore. I think it, it's pretty much out
0: there. It's kind of sad to, uh, you know, see the media go to Dan Duquette looking for quotes on signing Andrew Kashner and Dan say, I don't really have anything to do with signing Andrew Kashner. That was Brady. I mean, that that's a pretty sad state of affairs.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean... I. I Am I right? You been, know more than I do. do. Am I right? I think you're right, and I think I've been, We've been saying that's been going on for longer than people want to kind of talk about, and I. That's what I'm actually okay with it because at least it's a direction. Because at this point, we have to realize, Dan's here till. Dan's here, right? His contract as I think, expires at the end of the World Series when the Orioles beat whoever <laughs> in late October, early November in 2018. Dan will still probably be released at that point, if not before. But at this point, they've kind of phased him out. And, and I've been saying that phase has been going on for a while. I think the phase is actually pretty strong now because they've got to spring training. Some people were there earlier than the general manager was there. I'll just say that. I'll just say that there were some certain people that were in that building much earlier than Dan showed up to it. Okay, so let's just—that's that's an interesting thought. Well, if you're trying to, to there, add? People. He was
0: out there signing Cashner. That's why.
1: Okay. That's okay. Yeah. That's <laughs> no. maybe that. Maybe uh, that that's is a joke. Goes. I don't know <laughs> where kidding. he was. I know he wasn't down at spring training when it, when it opened, and I would think as a general manager when you had two starters at the time. Either way, Dan's done a great job for the Orioles. I think his time has probably run its course. I hope. We at least figure out. I don't know what Brady's going to do. I have no idea what Brady's going to do. I know he's surrounded with some people that he has good conversations with. I somebody that he's feels comfortable with, and I think there's he some. Seems some to have it. the
0: Angelos ear. Um, I mean, if there's, if there's one thing we we can give him.
1: Yeah. It's that. What, what do right? you think of that? Is that good or bad?
0: Well, I think that I don't think that the Angelos are going anywhere. I know that that's a, that is many people's solution for fixing the Orioles. That's my favorite too. Um,
1: when the guy die, when you know, when the old man dies,
0: man, I'm yeah, just one uh, morbid thought. By I, the way, who cares what you I think about the guy? Yeah, it like, is. It's a terrible thing. I don't think. Not like they're not going anywhere. Lou's right. taking over the team, so right. don't get excited. So I don't. I don't think they're going anywhere. So um, I've accepted that. And I think that if you are uh, going to continue to have to deal with the Angelus, uh at least having somebody who has a good rapport with them maybe can convince them to do more things. I you know, I think you could say the same about Buck, right? I think Buck has yeah. a, a good rapport with the Angelosis too. And yes. if there's one thing that Buck's proven, it's that you can have that good rapport. You can get the moves done that you that, you know, Buck has asked to get done and win, right? So, uh, you know, I, I wish that there was a better solution than this, but it's not the worst thing in the world. Um no. And, you know, no, I think we now. should go through these moves. I, I, you know, Kashner, is it, is it the move that? Um, really excites everybody? Certainly not. Is it the move that solves the Orioles' rotation problems? Certainly not. I think if they went out and, and added a guy that was better, then you could say, hey, Kashner was a good signing. I don't think that they're going to do that. I think no. Kashner's probably probably, yeah, right now, I think he's the opening day starter, and I don't think they're going to get anybody wow. better, so I think he probably will end up being the opening day starter.
1: Wow. I like um like that.
0: And that was a movie. I, mean, I don't Brady. like it.
1: I just I, I like that you said that because I think everybody assumes Bundy's going to get the ball. You do? No, no. I'm saying people like. I mean, I don't know in the blogosphere and everything. I, I never thought about Cashner getting the ball, but as a vet, knowing Buck, that seems. Yeah. You know how great would it be if he handed it to Tillman? Oh, <laughs> just for a confidence standpoint, just like hey, listen, you're still our horse. You you know probably you know. That's but, your boy. No, I think you're right. No, I'm with you. I I, I know he's well. I mean, I think Chris is on his last leg. I think the Orioles are doing him a solid knowing that. I still think there will be another signing. I don't think it's Cobb. I definitely don't think it's Cobb. Right. I and think that's the Lin, thing. Castro looks
0: like yeah. a great signing if they add Cobb. Yes, I yes. don't think they will add Cobb. But they if they did, if by some miracle they did, you, you'd look at Cashner and say, great move, great signing. Absolutely. And that, yeah. again, that was entirely Brady.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And the the other thing is 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 this: if you think Brady and and let's just say Brady and Buck aren't making these deals, Brady and Buck went after Colby Rasmus three years ago in Alabama, and I know for a (laughs) fact that that, about that whole deal. And you and I have had conversations about that interesting conversation. It's funny to hear now him talking about how I had a dad like Buck. I had a hard ass because Brady. I mean, Colby's dad is his agent I mean I don't know what everybody I mean that's just who he is and they they live in the backwoods of Alabama and that guy got paid and went with the Astros and had a great year I still think he'll be fine but I think it's again one of those things that later you know you talk about Cashner. the Orioles have been trying to get Kashner for a long time and we just haven't pulled the trigger for some reason all these things and Tillman was brought back in my opinion because our scouts you know Alan Mills most most recently saw him and said felt really good about Chris is the best if anybody knows Chris Tillman the Orioles do right I mean so at least they can take the chance knowing this guy lives in Sarasota this guy's been training at our facility even under not even under contract but training with the Orioles I still think that that's something that should be at least taken into account. I think this is the best spot for Chris Tillman. I'm not sure it's going to work out or not, Zach. He's still throwing 92 with no movement. Hopefully that can, that gets a little bit different you know, as the season goes. But he couldn't be worse than a 7.36 yep. ERA. I agree. Yeah, I'm with you. So that's a good low signing, regardless. That's a fine. They the kind of got – It was one of those deals where we always talk about a guy owes the Orioles. Yeah. For once, that actually worked out for the Orioles. Chris Tillman could probably or the Orioles and could help him out. Really, I mean, not a, not the best ballpark to go into your free agency year, but he's he's kind of chosen it here. And yeah, if he but can was he getting in a major league
0: deal anywhere else? I mean, I no, don't think he it, was. No.
1: Though he, I think he tried out, I think he threw for the Blue Jays and the Tigers, both didn't offer him. The twins um, were
0: apparently twins, interested too, as yeah. well. But yeah. I don't think he was getting a major league deal anywhere
1: no, else. Was not, no, he wasn't. But I mean, major league deal, minor league deal, whatever. If you're if you're it, his quote unquote caliber back in the day and he has that so much service time, he's probably gonna sign, even if he is a minor league signing to somebody else he's right. probably thought of as probably going to make the team one way or another a swing guy. So yep. that's what we're we're missing by the way. You talked about it at the beginning of the program. We don't have a swing guy. We don't have
0: a fifth no. starter. You don't have a Well, yeah, if you don't have a fifth starter, you don't have a swing guy. We because... haven't
1: even talked about the lineup.
0: No. No, we haven't. We haven't. So I and the thing before we do, the thing about Tillman is that uh, regardless of the fact that the guy was a free agent, I never thought for a second that he wasn't going to come back this year. I mean, it it never, even when we started hearing, oh, this team, that team, oh, you know, it doesn't sound like there's a lot of uh, communication. I don't care. I never thought he was going anywhere else but coming back to to Baltimore. He wanted to. You know he bought a house down in Sarasota, lives down there. I mean, he wasn't going anywhere,
1: right? Not a surprise at all. No, not a surprise, and you know, like I said, if 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 it can't, if it's not, it's like the Terrence West. I always call this the Terrence West effect. If it's not going to work here for Chris, it's probably not going to work anywhere. Right, like he's not going to go Jake Arietta on another team. Nope. Which, by the way, Jake, last time I checked, still hasn't signed a contract. He hasn't. he thinks because he thinks he's flipping Cy Young. <laughs> um, I don't know. It, it, it's interesting. By the way, just for all those people out there thinking, oh, Jake, Jake's not coming back here. I can just, I yeah, can no, guarantee. No you, if you think Alex Cobb's not, not going to get here, to the yeah. AL, okay, <laughs> he might be a <laughs> national. You might get to see him in, in the Nationals because the Nationals have the coffers to do it, and a two year deal with Washington because he wants to stay in the National League. If you were Jake Arietta I would stay in the National yeah, League as well. No
0: freaking kidding. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So that
1: brings us to
0: uh, the most recent move. To me, the the most surprising of the three, and that's the Orioles signing, Colby Rasmus, to a uh, a three million dollar salary you can earn uh two million dollars in incentives. Uh, you know, free agent this offseason, like you said, we knew that the Orioles a couple of years ago, what two years ago? It was before he signed with Houston, right? Um, yeah. was a free agent. They were interested in him. It looked really close, it looked like it was gonna happen, didn't happen. Um, but we know that connection was made. The Orioles had, had kind of already done the work. Not a good, um, uh, year, uh, you know, th- a- an interesting career quit. for Coley Raskin. Yeah. yeah and, 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 but he's back and he's a, a left-handed hitter and it plays the outfield. And I guess that's what the <laughs> Orioles need. I guess.
1: Yeah, and good luck watching him play right at Camden Yards, too, which I say is one of the most underrated places uh, defensively to play out there. It's a very difficult spot, in my opinion, so we'll see what happens. Um, but it couldn't be, you know, as you always railed on Mark Trumbo out there, I mean, it couldn't be any worse than the way Trumbo played balls yeah, off the wall. Yeah. Um, so the, the, the Rasmus thing doesn't bother me because he's your again, I I'm going to ask you a question, though, because it's something that you've been harping on the Orioles for years to do. The incentive packages, the 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 contracts, don't you think these are different than the Orioles have done in the past, actually making guys make their make their way? You know, you've always been talking about opt-outs and all the different things. We're not going to get that crazy, Zach, at this point. We're not ready to start <laughs> doing actually St. Louis Cardinals type things, or smart things. Or Eric Cosmer with the Padres type deal. Yes. Yeah. I couldn't believe the Padres did that too, by the way. Um But the Orioles at least are doing things where, you know, smaller deals, incentive-based, those kind of things. Do your numbers. Get your numbers at Camden Yards. I mean, Rasmus, if if healthy, should hit 20, 25 if he gets the playing time. I mean, I don't know
0: where. But the other thing, too, is just – well, yeah, if he's healthy. is just – I mean, keep in mind, 25 home runs is not what 25 home runs used to be, you know? I mean, that's not – everybody's hitting 25 home runs now. A lot of guys are hitting 30, you know? So – uh, right. If if he's if he's healthy and yeah I think he could hit 25 home runs. It, it's what else he does that I think will you know determine whether that signing was was worth it or whether they should have gone out and gotten a guy like Gerard Dyson who uh, you know also mm-hmm. bats left handed signed with the Diamondbacks for uh, what $3.5 three and a half million dollars a year. Yeah
1: and he burned uh, he burned some deal. bridges in 14 i know that's weird to you to, to, to think about now but he's he's not loved in that locker room Man. Uh, i know i know i'm with get you over I'm, it. <laughs> I'm, if he can help the team i agree especially the top lineup because i don't think beckham's a natural lead off it in my opinion um so yeah, it could have helped. And I I I like Dyson, you know, outside of the antics, I think he's he's fine. I think I just I'm just interested that that wasn't the deal they went for, but they're going on these little bit smaller deals. The funny thing is, is all the everybody keeps telling me in all the vlogs that I read here is that all of a sudden the Orioles still have thirty five to forty million quote unquote money that they like as if we have some salary cap that the Orioles have. I don't know if they're gonna spend that money. You think they're gonna come up with another forty for somebody? Um, I think well, they're
0: drastically <laughs> under under payroll right now, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Uh, from right. from what they were a year ago. I mean, the signings that they made have been have been really small. cashner was was. Uh, I think Cashner, You know, you look at the money, and and that was a, a really smart, good deal. Yeah. Um. You're not paying Rasmus a lot. You know, I wish they would have handed that money to Dyson. That's my opinion. No,
1: I'm with you.
0: Um. You know, speed Til- Tillman's got to be. What did Tillman make last year in arbitration? He must have made way more than he's making this year.
1: Oh, he's oh. got what, three coming back this year, incentives again. But I, no, I think he was at least me. arb well eligible, I'm Keep guessing. Keep in mind probably... they don't have
0: J.J. Hardy's contract on the books anymore. So you know, if they want to well, think get about close it, they're not gonna to have Danny on the
1: contract next year. Right. Yeah. So Manny's gone, so that number's gonna be whatever he got. Who knows with John, right? right. Adam is a foregone almost a foregone. What I'm, I'm thinking is are they doing a quote unquote kind of a teardown and we're not even seeing it?
0: Maybe. Maybe. Um I I don't know Gosman and Bundt, the under, way the Orioles under, operate. Like, if if this were a team run by you know different executives, I would say yeah, that's what we're seeing. You know, but I, I haven't seen any indication that that's how the Orioles plan to do things in in um in 2018. Tillman made 10 million dollars yeah, last same. year. 10 million. Yeah, He's making three this year. That's crazy, yep. crazy.
1: So that's sure. what I'm saying. So is the or are the Orioles doing knowing, listen, we, we're gonna do best we can with the guys that we have. We're keeping Manny. We don't have a good enough deal on the table. I'm actually happy, honestly, I know people are gonna maybe say this is wrong. I'm happy we didn't deal Manny because honestly, I wanna know who's making that deal more than anything, right? So if if Dan was involved in that at the time, I don't think he could care enough to be able to put the pieces together because he's just like, we'll just trade Manny. It'll look good for me if it works out. You know, I go to it in my next deal. Who really is going to make the deal? So for me, I'm OK that Manny – I understand he's going to leave and regardless, he's not coming back here. Maybe, you know, better chance. Maybe he comes back here. He's got a good relationship with Buck. Maybe he, he thinks about it. The Orioles decide that that's what they're saving their money for. I would be crazy to think that would happen. Adam Jones is going to be an interesting, interesting one yeah, at the end of yes. the year. And we don't need to do it now, but it's going to be interesting. He's talking. He's going to continue to talk. He's not. Adam's not afraid of a microphone. Um, I, I'm, I'm less and less, I'm, I'm actually 50-50 with him because I do think that the Angelos understand how important he is, <laughs> and if you're going to have to build, you know, and Adam's not a guy that has to break the bank. I think Adam's very secure. Both financially but also in a family situation as well it's not like one of those things where well he wants know, to like, win man i mean yeah he and well that's what sucks and i actually wouldn't mind seeing him go to a team i don't want him to go nick Markakis and to or rebuilding i would love to see him go to a team that's right there and could use an adam jones in the playoffs how great would adam jones be watching him in a playoff type atmosphere yeah. now he hasn't performed well in the playoffs when it comes right. to average, and things average. No, but i think he could really help a team especially toward the back end of his career because nobody cares more than that guy
0: yeah that's definitely true yeah. and i i, I want to see
1: him win i want to see him win here but i just yeah, yeah i don't i don't know that we're a couple, a couple years away a couple good drafts away i mean if mountcastle see my thought is with some of these guys that everybody's talking about too the Cisco's, the mountcastles the hayes all these guys if there was a serious right let's if we if they think that this could work or not go ahead and let build these guys up and whatever if not well if you kind of got a package you, you can get this thing done package those guys and go out and Get Chris Archer. Right. Go out and get you know what I mean? Like they're the height of their yeah, powers. Pick, I've heard pick a not gonna, right. Yeah. Right? Make it make it you know, take a chance. Like, you know, if you can get Chris Archer, if you get an ace in here all of a sudden that And it's not going to happen, but let's just let's go crazy. And I, and I like Chris Archer a lot. I like the guy who he is. I like the pitcher. I like what he does, and I think he'd be great at Camden Yards. And he'd be great on the team, and I do think that would help also Adam considering staying too. If you add Chris Archer, I know the relationship's really close too. You add Chris Archer to a team, and you give up Mountcastle, you give up Cisco, and, and let's just say you throw in – I don't know, what whoever else it would take, you know, Trumbo or whatever, just somebody else, right? And you get Chris Archer because the Rays are obviously – I would have done that for order easy at this point. But if you could get Chris Archer in there, all of a sudden that rotation now all of a sudden is like, oh, you got Gossman, you have Bundy, you have Archer. Boom. That's different. Like, think about that change that does. I mean even the Red Sox thing last year. They got sale for – I mean not nothing because they had the prospects, but he's making $13 million a year. Zach. That's yeah. an Orioles type guy and. They just don't have the horses to do that. And if people think this highly of Mountcastle, think this highly of Hayes and some of the others within the organization, then sometimes you got to do it, man.
0: Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I, again, I mean, I would think we'd all be stunned to see anything like that happen. They, they, right. they play this middle ground so well. You know, and it's it's not the place you want to be. I, I'd love right. to see. You say that some all the direction. time. You know, you don't the, want to be in the middle. Ground. I can I can get behind a plan, you know. I can get behind being aggressive, being in the middle is, is what I have a hard time defending. What I, what I have a hard time getting excited about. So, TBD right now because yes. you know we do we don't know who the fifth starter or first starter, depending on who they sign, is going to be.
1: <laughs> I liked it, your idea though with Kashner, though. I like that. Yeah, you like that. Yeah, well when um, it happens if it happens I'll be there as you know and if it if I see Cashner you'll be getting a big picture sending your way. <laughs> I
0: think yeah I think that's a smart move. But we'll see. Um you know hopefully it's Cobb. Hopefully it's Cobb. So. <sighs> you love Cobb.
1: <laughs> you love that. I like a Cobb salad. Oh, that sounds so good right yeah, now. It is All good. right, so as Let's remind everybody where, where they can find us and everything. I know that we haven't been on there for a bit. We're going to kind of start ramping these up a little bit more as baseball continues. We were talking in the bullpen about um, getting our boy Pat back so we can get the prediction show all together. Um you know, obviously Baltimore Sports Report dot com you can find us, you can find us everywhere. like so you tell me. I mean is the Facebook party going on? What, what's where are we yeah, at? Yeah,
0: Facebook dot com slash group slash Baltimore Sports Report. That's a good place. Uh at BAL Sports Report on Twitter. Um I am at Zach underscore Wilt. You are at Jabby Burns. Um, mm-hmm. For all today the, all those places. Yeah.
1: So, so that that's a, a good spot place. to see us and listen, we're getting into the spring, we're into February, we're out of the doldrums, almost out of the doldrums. You know I'll be heading to spring training. Zach lives there, so he's living it up in as well. And I'm planning um, on my
0: trips, I'm ready.
1: Yes. We're gonna see see the squad. You can be at Kissimmee probably going to see the Astros play. I mean it's right there. They're not there um, anymore. No, they moved.
0: What? Yeah, Braves are still here for one more year, but, uh, oh, okay. but the Astros are not in Kissimmee anymore.
1: Oh, that's sad yeah, because that I was know. right that there was, off the highway. That
0: was right down that. the road, yeah.
1: not too far. Yep. Well, that's what happens when you go from the Lastros to the world champions. Yes, I happens. know. That's, that's a shame. A- so we'll Good get chance. that going here. Um, Terps, it's not that we're, we're hiding on the Terps; it just hasn't been the best Terps season so far. They've got a couple wins in a row here, um, but I don't think they're going to be dancing, Zach. But March Madness yeah. is coming, um, and hopefully, maybe we'll put together the bracket again for BSR and um, get some people some winners because last year I think we got tickets for who got who was it? It was a winner. It was a big time listener that I we ended up hooking up with some great tickets yeah. to the game. Um. So, listen, we'll, we'll we'll do that again. Get everybody involved. I know that the Terps are not in it. That Towson's probably got to run the table, um, in the CAA's to get in. But um, March is coming, Zach, and March means good things for us and good things for the program. It
0: sure does. Sure does. Yeah. Yep. One of one of the best times. Optimism.
1: Mm. That's for me. Yes. I like it. And then June comes, and you and I are screaming over June each comes. other. Yeah.
0: <laughs> June comes. It's a million degrees. We're sad. Yeah. But yes. right
1: now. Parks are filled, though, Zach. And when I mean yes. parks, I mean Disney. Yes, that's <laughs> definitely true. <laughs> well, we'll be talking about how the park isn't filled in late July if uh, it keeps it up this way. No, I hope not. I hope
0: not. No, I know. I'll be going I'm out there either. to watch
1: Cobb. <laughs> <laughs> Again, you're getting me excited about a Cobb salad. That's what I'm thinking about <laughs> for dinner, dinner tonight. We I know, might do that. Yeah. It's awesome. time, time, my, time to go my, eat you, you go eat dinner, my friend, right. but it's uh, good to have you back.
0: Good to talk to you as well. I uh, always enjoy it, my friend. YouTube so for Jab, I'm Zach, thanks so much for listening to Baltimore Sports today. Have a great weekend and we will talk to you again soon.